Let us get going. Brand new Masechta. Heligim Masechta's Kedushim. Let's go. We got lots of new information. Lots of Gishmaka stuff. What is this Masechta about? Connecting. It's connection. It's connection. It's what it is. Right? It's a good time. It's always a good time for connection, right? So we're coming off of Gittin. And we learned when... It's appropriate for a person to be involved in a get, to be involved in a divorce. And now we're moving on to Kedushin, to marriage. The literal translation of Kedushin is separation. The word Kadosh means separated in an elevated way. What happens is, when a husband and wife get married, they become separated from the rest of the world in an elevated way. Specifically the woman who's giving her rights to marriage to a man. A man biblically is allowed to marry multiple women. So when he's married, when he marries a woman, he's not giving over all of his rights in marriage because biblically he's allowed to hold on to rights in marriage. When a woman agrees to marry a man, she's becomes Kaddish in a way where she's separating herself from every other man who until now she was permitted to. And she's elevated now, in an elevated way, she's marrying her husband. That's why Kadosh is called holiness. Holiness means it's different, it's separated. One of the most detrimental things that people can do is to take something that's Kadosh and treat it like it's mundane. Treat it like it's regular, treat it like it's normal. Because when something's holy, it's different. There's a shtickle hands off. You gotta be, it, has to be, it has to be handled with care. Kedushin, we're going to get involved in bonding, in relationships, in connection, and how that's acquired in an elevated way. So here we go. Ha'isha, the woman, Nikness, is acquired. Now this is a strange word which the Gemara is going to challenge. We're going to see in the second chapter, the Gemara is going to say, a woman is miskadeshes, is married. Here we say a woman is acquired. Usually the word acquired comes down to financial transactions. A woman's not married. You don't own your wife. But it says a isha nikness. A woman's acquired. How does a man acquire a woman? What it means is he's acquiring her hand in marriage, her rights to marriage. Bishalishtrachim. In three ways. What's unique about the word three? We're coming up, we're coming out of month of Av. We're going into the month of El. We're going to have the third base of Mikdash, Bez Hashem Yisbarach. Yeah? A woman's acquired in three ways. You know who the woman is? Zakdi Chesidah Shisvarim. The woman is referring to Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is acquired by the Rabbani Shalom in three ways. We're going to see what those three ways are. I'll give you a sneak peek. It has to do with each time that we came back to Yerushalayim. Number one is, again, sneak peek, with money. When we left Mitzrayim and headed to Eretz Yisrael, gave us money. He said, take money with Kesef. He acquired us with Kesef. Right? He said, go uh, take the, the spoils, the booty from, ask requests from the Mitzrayim. Second base on Mikdash. How did Ezra HaSeifer Grather Klal Yisrael, he sent out stories, he sent out documents to bring Klal Yisrael together, and unfortunately, not all of Klal Yisrael showed up. And then there's going to be a third base on Mikdash, Ezra Shem Yisbarach, 
which is bias goyel tzedek, the coming of a goyel tzedek, which we call in marriage terms, bia is intimacy. It's marital relations. A woman's acquired in three ways. We're going to, about to list what those three ways are. They're all connected to how the Rebbein takes us in. Okay? A woman gives up her rights of marriage in three ways. The kaina es atzma, she receives her rights back, in two ways. What are the three ways that a woman can give over her hand in marriage? Here we go. Says the Gemara. Nickness, a woman can be acquired in her hand in marriage, bekesep with money. Bishtar, with a document. In other words, the husband gives her money. That's what most of us use nowadays. A man puts a ring on the woman's finger. That ring has to have value. He's marrying her with finances. You marry a woman with a document. Ubebiya, or you can marry a woman with bia. What's bia? Marital relations, living together as husband and wife. Okay. Bikesef, what do you mean you marry with money? How much money is money? Everyone's got their own standards. Everyone's got their own terms of what it was, what it is. Yeah. says, She can either has to be received the value of a dinner or the worth of the value of a dinner. Okay? There was a son who asked a father, Dad, how much does it cost to get married? And the father said, I don't know, I'm still paying for it. Right. <laughs> All right? So, bedinar That's Beishama. No, you don't need a specific amount, a specific, more than a specific amount, but pruta, Beshava pruta, which is the lowest financial value. A pruta, that's what gives something financial value. Vikama hi pruta, how much is a pruta? Echad mishrayna bisritaki, it's an eighth of an Italian Isser, which we will get into, Be'ez Hashem, and the Gemara, what exactly that amount is. Okay. So, a woman, it's interesting. The first half of the Mishnah. Huh? Yes. Rabbi is asking, why do we use an Italian dinner? That's because this was more understandable to the people at the time that they learned Mishnayis, when they were when they would measure their weights, this was a common way for them to figure out how much silver it was. I don't know, maybe, maybe, but that's how that's that's how they were uh, figured out how many grams of silver it was worth. Okay, so so far let let's pause. Let's pause. What do we learn? There's three ways for a woman to give over her hand in marriage, for a man to acquire a woman with money. And we've listed the amount. Bishtar, if he gives her a document, Ubebiya. Now obviously all these things have witnesses and it's Belev Shalem, Bemayach Shalem, complete heart, complete mind. You can't marry anybody against the will. But these are the only three ways to acquire a, to, for a, a couple to, to get married. Those are, now it's interesting, just note, the Mishnah only explains one of the three. We don't list the other two. We say, oh, with money, with a document, with bia. How much money? We don't really ask what type of document, when the bia takes place. But just notice that. We're focusing on the money. Then we said, v'kayna es atzma, how does she acquire her hand in marriage back? Two ways. What are they? Beget, with a get, coming off of tractate gitin, okay, the document of get, u'bemisa sabal, and the death of her husband. 
well-known Maisa, well-known story. Can't leave it out over here. First time mentioning it, Rebbe Kiva Eger, late 1700s, early 1800s, there was a fellow who left his wife in Aguna. He refused to give her a get. And Rebbe Kiva Eger called him in. And he said, Rebbe let me tell you something. The Mishnah Kedushan states, a woman has her marriage end in one of two ways. Either the husband gives her a get, or the husband dies. Take your pick. And the guy laughed at Rebbe Kiva Eger. He turned around, walked out of the house. He took one step down and died on the spot. Misa Sabah. You're not going to let your wife go. Tzadik Geyser V'Kadosh Baruch Hu Take your pick. Alright? But your wife's, wife's going to be free, he tells the husband. Alright? Those are the two ways. Begat Misa Sabah. Hayavama Nikneis Bebiya. What about a Yavama? So let's remind ourselves, what's a Yavama? A Yavama is a woman who... Her husband died childless, and now the husband's brother, the deceased brother, has a mitzvah to take her in and perpetuate, continue the brother's marriage. How does he continue the marriage? So he cannot give her money. That's not going to create a biblical marriage. A document is also not going to create a biblical marriage. What's going to create a marriage of Yibum? Bibia. Only Bia. The kind of atzma, and how do you remove the bond? If let's say the brother says, I'm not continuing my brother's marriage. I refuse to do so. How do you sever that bond? Says the Mishnah, the Kaina es Atzma, she acquires herself back. The Chalitza, with the action of Chalitza, a process called Chalitza, similar to get but different. The process isn't similar, but the same way a married woman needs a get, a a Shemeres Yavam needs a Chalitza, or if the Yavam dies. Okay. Straightforward. What? Now, the Gemara is going to explain this whole concept of acquisition and finances when it comes to marriage. It's kind of strange. So let's get into this. We said a woman's acquired. Why have we heard you say a woman's acquired? But in the second chapter, we use the expression of miskadeshes, that a woman's married. Now, when you read this question, Pushit, what you see is, why a change? Why a shift in grammar? But the way we learned the Mishnah, we understand it's much deeper over here, which is miskadeshes is the right word to use. Nickness acquire seems like marriage is some sort of buying. You don't buy your wife. Well, I mean, you do. You you purchase certain rights in marriage, but that's it. Miskadeshes. Separated, elevated, that's a, that's a much better word. What's the whole idea of nickness acquiring her? Listen to this. The reason we're using the word nickness is because our mission is going to focus in on the marriage relationship using money. Again, we said kesef, star, and bia, and then we listed kesef, we listed the silver. Since we're going to focus on the money side of things, that's how we use that expression. Says the Gemara, okay, period, we're macabre. We'll take it. But as everything in Gemara, why, how, prove it. All right? So now let's, we're going to go through our mission. Our Mishnah had said, you can acquire a woman in three ways. Money, document, marital relations. What we're going to ask right now is prove it. How do you know? Who says these three? Maybe you acquire a woman when you scratch each other's head. How do you know? Says the Gemara, 
Hadn't he can give over rights in marriage? Because of Xerah Shava, from the well-known story of Avram Avinu, after his wife passed away, went to purchase the Ma'ara Samachpela, the double cave, to bury Sarin. And he came to, he came to Ephraim Hachiti, to purchase the land. And um, uh, th- that was a financial transaction over there, what Ephraim asked from, from uh, Avram Avinu. And he used the word Kicha. Ksiv Hacha, it says over here by marriage, Kiyikach Ish Isha. When a man takes a woman, which by the way, if anybody ever asks you why it is impossible for there to be a marriage under any other circumstances is because this is the only Pasuk that discusses the definition of marriage in the Torah. For something to be called a marriage, it has to be in the Torah. There's only one definition of marriage in the Torah, and that is Kiyikach Ish Isha. When a man, a Jewish man, takes a Jewish woman. Otherwise, it's not called a marriage. Doesn't matter what title you have. Doesn't matter what title you don't have. You can't officiate at a marriage of any other circumstances other than a Jewish man to a Jewish woman. Otherwise, in the Torah, it's pashat, not simply not called um, uh, 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 Kedushin. Kedushin. And it says by the field, Nasati I've given the money from the field. Take it from me. So you see the word kicha, take, is said by financial transactions. We have the word take by marriage. Hence, money when it comes to marriage. How do we know that taking is an acquisition of financial transaction? Now that they had that kicha, we said that that kicha, that taking is a field now that Avram acquired. That's one approach. Top of Amad Beis, Beis Amad Beis, Inami. Or another way to prove um, that uh, marriage takes place with finances. Sodois Bakesef Yiknu. They should acquire fields with money. Okay? So you see, whenever taking, owning, acquiring, it all goes hand in hand. Tani Ha'isha Niknes. And therefore it says over here, to wrap up this, this question... That's why it says a woman is acquired. Why? Again, because it's a novel idea that you could even use money. Again, you're, usually you pay money for something that you mamish own. You own the item. You own the object. Ain't nobody here who owns their wife. Not happening. So, so the Gemara was very bothered. What's with Nickness? And the Chiddush over here is... Right, yeah, it's mamish right? The, the Chiddush over here is that... That uh, the word nikness is still appropriate because it's connected to the word kicha and money uh, is allowed to be used over here. Okay, fine. Now let's keep up with questioning the grammar of the Mishnah. We now know why, there, why it says ha'isha, the woman, and then it uses an expression of acquiring. But it says nikness. Frek the Gemara, a shaila, a question. Vinisni Hasam Ha'ishkain. Now that we said the word acquire is logical, why Taka in the second parak does it say the man marries the woman? Why do we use the word Miskadeshas there? If the word acquire is always appropriate when it comes to marriage, so why later on, Taka, now do we say Miskadeshas? Why do we talk about marriage? Vinisni Hasam Ishkaina. Say over there, the man acquires. 
says, Our Mishnah, beginning of the Masechta, is dealing with terms that have to do with biblical, teaching us bottom line halacha. Later on, in the second parak, Tani Lishna Derabanan, we use the common refrain of the Chachamim, which is marriage, kedushin, separation. Once I learned the halacha of acquiring, and that's in place, so now we're going to go back to normal terms, which I think there's an important insight over here, which is sometimes if you have to get your point across, get your point across, and then walk away from it and go back to how everybody else talks. Otherwise, you're going to lose their attention. All right? You can get your point across for a certain amount of time. You, you said it. You got it. Then go back to how everybody else talks. Cut out the fancy words. That's going to be uh, confusing for people. Says the Gemara, What's the expression of the Chacham? Why the Chacham call marriage Kedushin? Because she's forbidden to everybody else. She's separated from everybody else like Hektish, like elevated property of the Beis HaMikdash. Okay. Says the Gemara, fine. Let's pause for a moment and notice two important details that we've explained from the grammar of our mission. Number one. We use an expression of acquire to focus on the financial side. Number two is once we've done that, later on we use the normal expression. Here's going to be question number three, point number three, and that's like this. Our Mishnah says, Ha'isha, the woman, is acquired. Later on it says, the man marries the woman. So hold on. Why don't we say over here, instead of saying Ha'isha, the woman is acquired, and the second chapter we focus on the husband, the man acquires the woman, ask the Gemara, why are we starting here focusing on the woman's side of the thing, and in the second chapter we focus on the man's side of the deal? Why don't we just simply say, let's look inside the Gemara now, Frak the Gemara, the Gemara asks, V'nisni hacha ha'ish kaina. In our Mishnah, you want to use expression of, of acquisition? Fine. Why don't we just say, a man acquires a woman in three ways? I get we're not using the expression of Kedushin, but why don't we stay consistent focusing on the man? Answer the Gemara. Since in the Seifa, in the end of the mission, we're going to focus on her and focus on ways she gets herself back, and that has nothing to do with the husband. So in the beginning of the mission, we also mention Ha'isha. We focus on the woman. Says the Gemara, okay, but now you're still walking in circles because we could ask the same question on the Seifa. We said, why do you focus on the woman in the race? In the why are we mentioning the woman in the beginning? Mention the man. So the Gemara answered, "Because in the end, we're going to focus on the woman." So what's the obvious question? Why don't we focus on the man side and the sefer too? The end of the mission to focus on the man. In the beginning, focus on the man. In the second parak, focus on the man, and we're always consistent. Why you got to keep changing? Why don't we just say the man acquires and gives back uh, the the hand in marriage? You know why? Because in the end of the Mishnah, there's a way that a woman gets her hand back in marriage and it has nothing to do with the husband. And that is when he kicks the bucket and he's now six feet under. He's not giving her hand in marriage back. Who's giving her her hand in marriage? The Tyra. Tyra says, your, uh, your uh, uh, marriage is over. Yeah, he's not giving her her acquisition back. The Tyra is what's releasing her and giving her acquisition back to herself. And therefore, says the Gemara like this. In the end, of, let's pause, let's get an overview. The end of the Mishnah focuses on her 
because it has nothing to do with the husband. When it says she gets her rights back in marriage, when he dies, we're not going to mention the husband. You know why? Because it's not up to him. So we're mentioning her. Once you're mentioning her at the end, we might as well mention her at the beginning. And therefore, it says, Aisha, Aisha, another possible approach. If he would have said that he acquires her, I would think that the same way a husband could give his wife a get without her das, without her knowledge against her will, I would say maybe a man could marry a woman without her complete consent. So she doesn't know. Let us know there's no such thing. Marriage, when it comes to marriage, the, the, it has to be with complete das, complete knowledge. So let's say you have a man who walks over to a woman and he says, listen, lady, I think you're a wonderful person. I want to give you a gift. I want to give you a matana. She says, oh, that's so sweet. And he takes out a beautiful ring. He says, here's a matana, here's a gift. Right. And she, and she uh, takes the ring and as she takes the ring, and she's pointing her fingers. She's like, what did you say? She's like, oh, you're married to me. You're my wife. <laughs> Sorry, not happening. Yeah, it's not das. I don't have my, <laughs> did not have. That was not my intention. The lady says, there's no such thing as marriage if it doesn't have complete intention of both the man and the woman. Okay. Gaval. Period. So all this Gemara has just clarified the first two words of the Mishnah. And explained why we say Ha'isha, the woman, why we say Nikness, and how the Mishnah is consistent. After the first two words of Ha'isha, Nikness, what's the next word? It says, Bishalaish Trach, in three ways. Now, in classic Gemara terms, the Mishnah won't count for us unnecessarily. All you need to do is give me the list of three, and I'll know it's three. Why do you got to list three? You don't have to say a woman's acquired in three ways. You should just say the woman's acquired in these ways. And then tell me the three ways. You don't have to count. What's the shalish? Why does the mission need to say three? So first asking about the, the male and the, the, the masculine and the feminine. Yeah? So the Gemara says, very nice. It says, Why doesn't it say, Um Now, Interestingly, usually the hey at the end of a word makes it feminine. Over here, by these numbers, it's actually the opposite. Shleisha is masculine. Shalaish is feminine. So the Gemara says, why do you say shalaish? Say shleisha. Use a masculine term. To which the Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? Who are we focusing on? The woman. It says, The word derech is, is a, a feminine uh, word. As it says in the Torah, and you will make them known the ways to walk in. Okay? So since we use the word drachim, which is feminine, we use the word shalosh, which is feminine. In fact, the Gemara, the Gemara asks, but this that we learned in the Brisa, we're talking about a male, a man, a man who becomes Tomei Tumas Zav. He has a Seminal emission that comes out not by uh, not by choice, but it's coming out through various other avenues. That's gonna if a person has a, a, a number notices discharge on different days, he becomes a zav. And over here we see we use the word drachim uh, baitkin as a zav nisni sheva. 
you should use the word Sheva. Sheva is feminine. And Drachim, we said, is feminine. So why aren't we, why does it say Besheva? Why using masculine and then feminine? Why are you changing? So Gemara says, Mishub Dekaboy Lemisni Derech. Because since I wanted to use the word Derech, Fa'ashkan Derech, the Ikri Loshan Zachar. And we talk of find that the word Derech is, is also used as a Zachar term, as something that's, that's masculine. Yeah, this is <clears throat> this is talking about the brachas when uh, Klai Yisrael is following the ways of of the Rebbeinu Shlom. So they're gonna enemy is gonna come in one way and scatter in all seven directions. So, it's, so you see, it's masculine. So says the Gemara. Fine. So you just told me drachim is masculine. But before he told me Drachim is feminine, and that's why he says Shalosh instead of Shalosha. So these are contradicting each other. Yochi Kashu Kroyadadi, the verses are contradicting each other, and Kashu Namisis Adadi, and the Mishnayis also are contradicting each other because you're using Derech in, in, uh, in both ways. It says the Gemara like Kasha. Kroya Kroy like Kasha. The Psukim are not a Kasha on each other, Hacha, because where is talking about the enemies running away? So uh, it's referring to what the expression of the Torah, and the Torah is always referred to as female. Torah is used as, referred to as a female. You know why? Because the Torah is meant to complete a person. Torah is meant to complete. That's the tachlis of the Torah. That's what it's here for. The Torah is here to to complete us. So So therefore in the ways of the Torah use the word derech beloshin nekeva. but by battle the mohamakai is referring to war. The darkish lasis mohamma, the way of the man to go out to battle. Then darkish lasis mohamma, the cause of beloshin zakhar. There the word derech is referring to zakhar to male. So that's how the psukim are not a contradiction. We said again Sometimes the Torah used the word drachim feminine, sometimes masculine. Answers the Gemara. Yeah, when referring to Torah itself, it's referring to the feminine. When referring to, um, when referring to uh, the, the battle, so then, so then it's, uh, it, it's going to focus in on masculine form. In other words, you have to know the context to know when you find that word derech, what it's referring to. Right, right, right. Okay, I hear. I hear. Lechem also is bread. All these things satiate. They all they're, they're, they're battles. They're battles. But I guess it's all meant for the nakeid. It's meant to to build upon, to complete. Yeah, it's deep. It's interesting. Yeah. And Masnis and Adadi like Kashan. Also, the Mishnayos are not a contradiction on each other. Hacha the Lagabe Ishakai, because in our mission we're talking about marriage. So Katani la Lashnakeva, use Lashnakeva, Hosam Dagabi Ishkai, but in the Mishnah where it's referring to the impurity of a man, the Darkashal Ishli Bodek, it's the normal way for a man to check whether he's having an emission that's gonna make him tummy vain dark shadek, the ha ishanami ba'inus matama. A woman's uh is is doesn't make a difference whether it was Ainus or Ratsan, any dam tame that a woman sees from herself is gonna cause tumma as opposed to a man. So Tani Lash Zakhar, therefore it uses an expression of Zachar uses a male expression. Okay. All right. Here we go. Says the Gemara, My time atoni shalish mishum drachim. You told me the reason why I use a feminine term of shalish, because the word drachim 
I don't understand. What does drachim mean? Ways. You know what else can mean ways? Nisni devarim. There's seven devarim, seven things. It'll also make sense. And devarim is masculine. So we asked, why do we say shalish, which is feminine, say shalisha, which is masculine? We said, oh, because as drachim, which is feminine in this context. So Gemara is asking an obvious question. Don't use a feminine drachim. Use a masculine devarim, and then I could use my masculine shloisha. Mishum de nisi devarim nisi shloisha. Answer the Gemara. Mishum de kaboy lemisli bia. Because we want in our Mishnah, we were listing what are the three ways that a woman's acquired in marriage: money, document, and and uh, marital relations. Ubia ikri derech, and relations are called paths. Bia is called a path. Dechsev the derech gever ba'alma. The way of a man in, uh, in uh, the world came derech isha mina efes. The same way a man is with a um, with uh, a young man is with a young woman. So too is the derech of uh, a woman who is a mina efes. Mina efes means she's very loose when it comes to her immorality. Hatenach bia says gemara fine. So I know why you want to use the word derech what way. When referring to relations, marital relations. But there's two other ways to marry. Money and document. And that has nothing to do with derech. So we could still use the word dover. In other words, it's one V2. The Gemara is asking, if there's three ways to marry a woman. If two of them make sense, make more sense with the word devarim, and one makes sense with the word drachim, wouldn't we choose the two? Shkayach bia. What about the other two? Hatenach bia. Kazvishtar Michael Lamemar. Says Gemara, yeah, Mishum bia. Once we're listing bia, says Gemara, "Vatani tarti atuchada." Why? Why? Why do two need to follow one? One should follow two. Okay. So, which, by the way, there's halacha from this. It's fascinating halacha. Ready for this? There's halacha. Three people are eating from the same plate, and one person gets up. Two people keep eating. Two people. Two people keep eating. If you have three people all eating yeah, from yeah, the same okay. plate, and one person gets up to use the restroom to wash his hands. The two people, they, etiquette, keep eating. You don't stop eating to wait for that one person. But if there's two people that stand up, and there's one person, it's not derech. It's not, it's not uh, uh, halacha is, halacha is, you need to wait for them. Halacha is, you wait for them. Three people, one waits for two. Two don't wait for one. One waits for two. Yeah, you follow the two. So the Gemara is asking. You have money and star. They... Should make more sense with the word devar. Why are they waiting for the one? Why? Why they just because a bia? Everybody else has to change. And it's the Gemara Hanachnami Tzarech Bia. This also is Tzarech Bia. What does this mean? When a person marries with money, what ultimately consummates the marriage? Bia, having relations. That's mamish how you move in and live as husband and wife, right? The money makes the acquisition, but then you need the nesuin. So Bia plays the role both by Kesef and by Shtar and by Bia. And therefore, it's not considered like two people are waiting for one. Bia is kind of the overriding factor on all of them. Okay, so that's one approach why we use the word Derech as opposed to Dvarim. And, and again, what's, why do we use Derech? Because the word Derech is more appropriate for Bia. And Bia is kind of an all-inclusive word. And once I'm using the word Derech of Bia, I'm going to use the... 
the, I'm, I'm going to use everything in feminine form. I'm going to use the word shalesh too. Dibayasema. Here's another possible approach. Homani. Who's the Tana of our Mishnah, Rabbi Shimini? The Tana of our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. Okay, now again, we're trying to find another reason why we use the word derech, drachim, as opposed to the word dvarim. So we gave one approach, I'm going to give another one. Rabbi Shimon, the Tana of the Bryce, Rabbi Shimon, Aymer. Rabbi Shimon says, Rabbi Ma'amra, Taira, Gigachishisha. Why does it say in the Taira when a man takes a woman? Instead of writing when a man is taken onto a woman, a, a, a woman's taken onto a man. Again, it says when a man, when a man acquires the Isha. Who's taking action here? Man. The man. Why don't we say when the woman is, is coming to be acquired by the man? Then who's the action being put on? The woman. Why? It's the way of the man. The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants the world to function is that the, the man goes and he's the one active in looking for the Shidduch. And it's not the regular derech. It's not the proper derech of the woman to be going looking after the man. Why not? I'll tell you how this works. Besides for... And this is not besides for included in the biology of things is a svara, is a logic. What's the logic? Mushal, here's a parable. La Adam, you have a person, a man, he loses his basketball. Let me ask you a question. Does the basketball go looking for the owner? Does the owner look for the basketball? Me Khazar Ami. Who looks for who? Who comes back to who? Zok the Gemara. Balaveda, The Balaveda goes looking for his lost object. Yeah? So, too, over here, where does a woman come from? A woman comes from a man. Comes from the body of a man. They hail a good joke. The kid comes home from kindergarten. After learning about Adam and Chava, he's sitting on the couch. And he looks very worried. And his mom says, my dear, what's bothering you? And he says, mom, my ribs are hurting. I think I'm having a wife. All right. So, yeah, that's how kids take it in. Yeah, that's how kids take it in. So, says the Gemara, Chava came from Adam. Whether it was from her rib, from her bone, from her side, from her back, however it was. So, uh, uh, this the, it puts the action on the man. That's the way it should be. The, the man is the one who's supposed to be actively going out there and looking for the woman. So that's why, that's why the Pasuk puts it on him. Okay. Says the Gemara. But this that we learned in our Mishnah, let's learn the Mishnah. In seven ways, Azov checks. Now again, Azov, what, what's the primary way that a man has to check? He has to check whether the seminal emission came out through an outside stimulus or whether it came for an outside reason or it's coming out because of the, uh, the toma. That's be, if it's from an outside stimulant, then it's not going to be tome. But So it says there's seven ways for a zav to check for this. Listen to Dvarim. It should still say Dvarim over here. 
Yeah? And seven matters and seven things to look for. Why Taka does say Durachim over there? Says the Gemara, Hosom Kamashmalan, Hosom Kamashmalan, It's letting us know that there's a, there's a number of things that could bring a person to have this, uh, this flow. One is overeating. It's the derech, it's the way of a person who overeats to have a, uh, to have a discharge. Vidarka de Mishtaya Yaseira, and it's also the way of drinking a lot. Uh, to bring ziva. And therefore, again, you're not going to say, if you're talking about different ways, these are things the Zav's checking for. He's checking, was it outside stimulant? Was it that? What sort of outside stimulant? Okay, it could be a physical stimulant. It could be a stimulant of overeating. It could be a stimulant of overdrinking. It could be a stimulant of traveling a lot. That's another thing listed over there. Now, if you were to go through a list of things for the Zav to look out for, is it more appropriate to say Durachim, seven ways it could come or not come, or seven things? It says the Mishnah, it, it taka makes more sense to use the word ways. Seven ways that, that you should be looking for. So, so therefore it's more logical to use the word Durachim over there as well. So we explain why we use the word Durachim by marriage, we explain why we use the word Durachim when it comes to the impurity of Zav. Says the Gemara, well, Let's ask from another Mishnah. We learned in a Mishnah. Um, we Mishnah elsewhere in Bikurim. Esraig Ilam Drachim. An Esraig is similar to have the halachas of a tree in three ways. Listen to Devarim. Why don't we list three matters? There's something very unique about an Esraig tree. It's different than other other uh, uh, fruit trees because of the way that uh, in in Esra grows. It takes the it, dwells on the tree for longer, and there's, there's unique halachas to an esrog tree. Why don't we say, Dvarim is at a drachim? Because at the end of the mission, it says, Uliyarak bederech echad. It says, Uliyarak, uh, uh, it's similar to a vegetable in one way, which you can ask the same questions. So say in one thing, Seifanami lisni davar. Why don't we say the word thing, and then you could use the word thing in the beginning. Answers the Gemara. Hasam hakamashulan. Over there, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, why are we using the word ways as opposed to things? The darke de esrei kiyarak. It is taka the way of an esrog tree to grow like a vegetable. We don't want to just mention halachic similarities. It's letting us know that there's mamish ways that an esrog similar to vegetables. My yarak darke ligado al komayim. Just like vegetables, they uh, it, it needs all different sources of water to grow. And it becomes obligated in tithing um, from the time it's picked. It's dependent on rainwater, on sprinkler systems, on irrigation, same as a, same as a vegetable. And it's also going to be Chayav and Meiser from the time it is picked. And therefore, were you switching to the word derech as well? Not switching, but we're explaining why the word derech is a lot more appropriate in the Mishnah by Esrog. So let's, we're going to hold it here. Let's pause. We have the Mishnah of Esrog, Derech. We have the Halacha of Zav, purity and impurity, also explain Derech, because it's seven ways. In our Mishnah as well, it says, B'Sholesh Durachim. We're also using ways. It's about, it's about ways that a woman's, uh, 
uh, married and 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 uh, and uh, receives her her rights back. So we're going to hold it here for today. Bez Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up from uh, from Hada Tanan. We're going to go a little bit further on these this word of derech. You know, uh, it's a little fixated on when and how to know to use this word of derech as opposed to the word davar. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody. Six words.